Breakfast in bed. Your finest piece of stationery expressing your everlasting love for this person. Chocolates. Candy. Dinner out to their favorite restaurant. An affectionate gift may be crafted from a six-year-old. These are all things that describe what to give to your mother for Mom's Day. They're just fair ideas. Are they or are they not? Those are all bad ideas. Oh. Uh, mom's like original ideas, like nothing. Moms really appreciate when you get them nothing on Mother's And just say, I, I'm here. A text. I'm like your a present. friendly text. That's what moms expect. Mom, nowadays. I'm your present. I'm here. Can I, is that enough? Do you think that moms nowadays get a shorter shrift because of communication-wise? Before you had to call them, before there was texting, and now you can just send like a bitmoji and just be like, Happy Mother's Day, Mom, with your bitmoji. And it's that, a picture of the, 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 pregnant, it's the yeah. pregnant lady emoji yeah. and a thumbs up. Like, <laughs> yeah. thanks thanks for doing this. Yeah, thanks for giving birth to me. That was, that was great of you. Yeah, that's just a few of ideas that, that you may have uh, for this past Mother's Day. Yeah, but, but we're not experts. We're no mothers. No, we're, we, we only know one thing, and that's bad movies. This yeah. is real rotten. The movie podcast where we watch movies underneath 25% on Rotten Tomatoes. Absolutely. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Stephen Ramirez. I'm Nick Lyons. And today we have a very special guest for a very special episode. It's still numbered. It's not going to be a bonus because uh, we don't believe in that anymore. Yeah, it's technically a bonus, but also a numbered. It's a numbered bonus. Episode 54. Episode 53. 53. There you one go. of those. Stu we're doing Studio 54 for our 54th episode. Just kidding. We don't know what we're doing yet. Um, thanks for joining us. And we have a special guest, is the first ever guest that we had on Real Rotten. Absolutely. Episode one, Suicide Squad. Uh, she's back, and she's here for the whole episode. Uh, please welcome my mom. Hi, mom. Hello, my podcasters out there. Hello, mom. Deb is in the house. Uh, she's on the ones and twos and the threes and fours, and she's ready for action. Those are glasses of wine, by the way. Yes, exactly. I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. All right. And uh, to get to know my mom... We're going to play a game of uh, Ask Your Mother for Me. Yeah. Ask Your Mother for Me. So we're going to ask you questions that people want to ask moms, and you can just tell us uh, the answer. That only yeah. a mom could give. Only a mom. All right, I got you guys. Nick, you got a question. Uh, yes. Question number one. Scale of one to ten, how much does childbirth hurt? Well, it depends if you've had an epidural or not. If you have had an epidural... Zero. <laughs> if you have not had epidural, like I did with my second child, Meg, bam, had it. Felt amazing afterwards. Hurt for like 10 minutes. Wow. Ready to roll. Really? Ready to roll and do a lap around the parking lot after that. Nerves of steel, your mother. It was, yeah. a, was it a 10 or for the 10 minutes? Oh, for the pain for the 10 minutes? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a 10. 10? Yeah. yeah, fair enough. But then 10 minutes, who could not... You could do 10 minutes yeah, of yeah, pain, 10 minutes hello. Of 10, 10 pain. And then you have a beautiful baby. Bam! Done. And then you're going to run around the parking lot. Yeah. Yeah. Then go do a lap. <laughs> this is my baby! That's, yeah. what, that's why they hold Lion King up in the air because... Uh, <laughs> it's a victory lap. <laughs> yeah, Sarabi's too busy running through the parking lots. Sorry if that was too graphic. Sarabi. No, we, no, this is an explicit podcast, Mom. If you're a mother, you're free you, to you need to expect this. Uh, Stephen, do you have a question? I would... <laughs> I would have to say, um, <laughs> what is uh, the most enlightening aspect of being a mother? Uh, pure love. Really? Mm -hmm. Pure, unconditional love. Yeah, it just it just happens. Mm -hmm. It's crazy, but it happens no matter what. Deep down inside, you still have pure love no matter what. Wow. 
Well, I'll never experience that. Yeah, you will. <laughs> no. you will. I'm not a mo- I'll It'll never be happen. a mother. I'll never be a mother, so I'll never experience that. It's co- it's a- and it's your heart is three sizes too small. That's <laughs> yeah. the other thing. We all know that I have green skin and fur. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, okay, my next question. Um, percentage of child gifts that they make for you, for the uh, your children make for you from ages, I think, like 5 to 15, yeah. While they do the elementary school Mother's Day projects, how many of those are worth keeping? What percentage wise? Mm. You keep you keep a lot of them because of sentimental sake, but how many should you actually keep? Yeah, well recently I threw away a one dollar ring. Oh, oh no. Yeah, it was rough, but I thought, shoot. But wait, well that was worth a dollar. It doesn't spark joy anymore. I'm gonna say fifty percent. Fifty percent. I'm gonna keep go, half I'm garbage. Gonna, I'm going with the half. <laughs> yeah. yeah, half is garbage. Yeah. So half what's half good. between three? Is that like twenty? So you keep all. Yeah, of pretty much. That's yeah. twenty-three and a third percent. Yeah, mm-hmm. you keep all of Nick's gifts. You throw away all of Meg's. <laughs> she doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> and, and Annie, all of her it, presents were digital. Yeah. So, it, so you got yeah, so Annie you was too young to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mom, just... I made you this gift on an iPad. Steven, another question. What is Who's your favorite child? <laughs> I want to ask that. <laughs> I no. asked that on the first part. No, 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 no. Oh, you did? Oh, okay. Fair enough. You didn't have to answer, Mom. It's, it's always okay. the youngest. No, it's okay. Don't answer, Mom. It's youngest okay. What, Cut uh, that out, Kyle. Cut that out. <laughs> let's, let's, let's make it relevant. Uh, besides the movie that we just recently uh, viewed together, yeah. what's, uh, what's the worst movie you've seen recently? Oh, gosh. I like that. Well, here's the problem. I have a choice now, and so oh, I yeah. don't watch bad movies. You, if I have a feeling it's going to be bad, I just won't watch it. Let uh, let's let's rephrase the last then. bad one that you did last watch. one that you didn't really care for. Like you volunteered to see it, you're like, oh, this might be good, and you're like, ah, I could have skipped that. Um, we'll, we'll we'll expand it to TV shows too. You got I, a TV show? Yeah. Yeah. What is it? It's that show that Dad likes. It's called the. Oh, it's called Taken. Oh, Taken the Show. Oh, Taken the, taken the Show. <laughs> wow, so it's the ad, the TV adaptation of the hit uh, cinematic uh, experience That's known exactly as Taken. That's exactly it, and I only watch it because I know he likes it. It's the worst acting. <laughs> it is so horrible. But it's NBC. And this, no, it's a Netflix show. It's now on Netflix. It used to be on NBC. It, it was oh. can, It was canceled. So there's if I would have known it was canceled, I never would have freaking watched that. It's terrible. Yeah, it didn't look great. It didn't look great. When you, whenever you do a movie adaptation or TV adaptations from movies, it doesn't work like that. I would have known about the NBC thing. Yeah, watched. I thought it was a Netflix original content. That's when you show them the Wikipedia and like, look, look, Jim. Okay, move on. I'm gonna I'm gonna stay with Taken then. Nice, nice. It's not a mom movie. But it does no. It yeah, we're, yeah, it's, it's okay. it doesn't matter if it's bad. It's bad. Yeah, it's that's bad. where that's why we come in. Yeah. And that was asking about the for me. Now that we know our guest, uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about the movie that we decided to do today. We did Mother's Day for Mother's Day for Mother's Day. We are recording this a couple days before Mother's Day. This is going to come out far after Mother's Day, so you can reminisce about all yeah, the so you awkward think, conversations so you that can, you had with your mother. Yeah, so you can look at the podcast and be like, "Oh shit, I forgot to text my mom last Sunday." And. Uh, Let's just say this was a slog. This was a long movie, but we made it through. So congrats to us. Um, one hour and 58 minutes. Yes, one, one hour, hour and 58, 58 minutes. minutes. We're going to get into all the juicy details of this uh, piece of garbage. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but, but first, uh, 
Here's a, here's just a small a small taste of uh, of this movie. Director Gary Marshall. Hey, you know no junk food for breakfast. Ted lets us. He also lets you go to school without any underwear. It's called free balling, Mom. Sandy is a single mom. Her ex just got remarried mm. to like a twelve-year-old. Hi, Sandy. Hi. I'm here for a job. Tell me more about this tween and your ex-husband. I'm sure I exaggerated. I'll have a better idea once all the acne clears. <laughs> Bradley is Mr. Mom. Do you go to the supermarket? What do we need? Juice, eggs, eggs, and tampons. What was that? Tampons. I'm just gonna write T. I don't know what that means. Need a price check on organic. No, that's not necessary. Daughter? Yeah, two. Same boat, two sons. Nice meeting you. Sandy with two sons. Jesse never sees her mom. It's just all this Mother's Day stuff, and I start thinking about how I haven't talked to mom. Hi. Oh, I have to say, Jess. You haven't aged that much. Thank you. I will run to the Supposed to be in Texas. Yes. We've been driving 20 hours straight. Where's the middle lady's room? I gotta drain the lizard. Thank you for sharing. Hi, down the hall. I can't take him anywhere. Yeah. Kristen never met her mom. I was adopted. I've always wondered, did she just throw me away? What you have to do, you have to find your mother. Do you have kids? Career. Keeps me busy. Who should I make it out to? Yikes. That no. trailer was more meandering than the film itself. <laughs> Good lord! I mean, that was the entire movie, pretty much, and they even I threw in some twists in there. Very misleading trailer again. Yeah, this is definitely. our second trailer in a row that has been uh, completely misleading, and I have to say, I don't appreciate it. Yeah, I don't. I don't appreciate it either. It's a false advertisement. It's false uh, recognition of what we're getting into, and this and is they, why you should stay away from this film. Yeah, they ruined one of the twists. Most definitely. Uh, me and Steven had a couple favorite blurbs. Uh, this was some of the hardest I've seen the critics go at a movie. Hold on, hold on. Before we get into it, we got to give it the rating. So this oh, is yeah, this that, is Mother's sorry, Day. Sorry, this I jumped is, ahead. It's okay. It's a it's Mother's Day. It's from 2016. Uh, it is the third of the uh, Gary Marshall holiday trilogies. Uh, this is uh, third in line from New Year's Eve and Valentine's Day. Um, this was the last Gary Marshall film. The tomato rating for Mother's Day six percent. That is seis percentavos. And what they say about it? Uh, audience score, 44%. Um, the critical consensus, though, is uh, arguably well-intended, yet thoroughly misguided. Mother's Day is a cinematic equivalent of a last-minute gift that only underscores its embarrassing lack of effort. That's that's clear and concise. I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. You can't get any better than that when it comes to critic consensus from our team. And uh, for the listeners at home, Kyle, the Fact Corner, is on vacation. On and uh, K-Jax Fact Check was burned to the ground once Yay. again. Uh, K-Jax is not joining us. Kyle's not joining us. It is just the two of us and my mother. I for sure danced a hearty jig on those ashes of that <laughs> of that shack. Yeah, that Fact Check was the least Fact Check we've ever had. Thank the Lord. Um, Nick, what's your blurb? My blurb was from Samantha Highfill of Entertainment Weekly. She said, if you love your mother, do not make her see this movie. Could not agree and more. And I, I did that. I did exactly that. Sorry, Mom. It's okay, honey. <laughs> well, well, she has a lot, a lot to say about this film. Well, my um, mom wants to be a, a podcaster one day, so she's just trying to dip her toes into the water. She's an intern. She's, she's an intern, really. and it's okay. Uh, my blurb is uh, from Peter Bradshaw from The Guardian. It's a British, uh, British rag. 
Uh, with bland emotional manipulation, Gary Marshall's follow-up to Valentine's Day is as funny as a fire in an asbestos factory neighboring a children's hospital. <laughs> Can't get any br more brutal than that. That's yeah. horrible. <laughs> it's really bad. A lot of critics did not like this movie whatsoever, and it's only three years old. So, goodness, what what have they? Peter seen? Bradshaw. I'm going to keep an eye on him in the future. I think we should look at look Definitely. out for his. There's eye. nothing more his scathing blimps. than a than a British movie critic. Yes, <laughs> and they're always very frank about how bleak. The movie is when it's very bad. Most definitely. So uh, our usual segment, uh, Aji Bert with Ebert, it's not, not going to be uh, uh, plausible not, because he not passed away. Not applicable. He passed away before this uh, movie was released. Um, oh. And Owen Gleiberman stayed away from this film. A lot of RIPs in this uh, in this episode, actually. Oh, yeah, we'll that's get in, so sad. Yeah, we'll get into that in a minute. Um, Owen Gleiberman took a, took a break from this movie, so we're going to give it to uh, uh, Ebert's counterpart, Richard Roper, with our, with our brand new segment, Roper on In. Roper and Roper said, "Nothing could have prepared us for the offensively stupid, shamelessly manipulative, ridiculously predictable, and hopelessly dated crap fest that is Mother's Day." Zero stars. Roper pulled no punches like my boy Peter Bradshaw. Yeah, uh, probably the meanest I've ever seen Roper too. Yeah, absolutely. That this this was a stay away uh, without question. <laughs> if we were if we were betting people, we would have stayed away from this uh, this gamble. Zero question. stars is just, that's a rough rating. To How in the hell do we go on from here then? I don't know. I don't know. We're we, going to do our best, though. <laughs> we shouldn't. We're going to give it the old community college try. Okay, we can just, do it. Yeah, behind the scenes uh, note. We watched this with my mom, and she turned to us in the first 15 minutes and said, I don't know how you guys do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's We do it, so you don't have to. They don't do it for a living, thank God. <laughs> oh, man, I wish I did this for a living. That'd be a cake job. <laughs> And now we're going to get into the movie, but first, a commercial break. Flowers are nature's most beautiful gift. So this Mother's Day, I'm going to show my mom how much I care with a little help from 1-800-Flowers. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Oh, honey, I love these. Thank you. The gift that's as wonderful as she is. But maybe you should keep them because her apartment is so sad. Because my mom means everything to me, and I love everything about her. Excuse me? Are there nuts in this? There are never nuts in Eggs Benedict. You don't have to ask that every time. Well, I'm sorry for double-checking, Kathleen. You're not even allergic. Nothing would happen. Far from my plan, it doesn't happen. I guess you could say she's my favorite person in the whole entire world. You know that mattress store downtown? Mattress factory? No. Just mattress warehouse? I don't know. The owner hanged himself. She's my role model, my best friend, and everything I hope I'll be one day. And we're back. And we're back. Now it's time to get into it. We're going to talk about Mother's Day. Mother's Day. As Stephen likes to say. Yeah, yeah, Mother's yeah. Day. Mother's Day. My mother was uh, a mother. First, first happy Mother's Day to my mom. Now that we're here. Thank you. And honey. now that's on the record, everybody knows. And uh, the way we like to start it off is doing a one-minute recap. Uh, who wants to recap this movie? So there's uh, about four separate stories uh, that intertwine in the in the end of this film. The first involves uh, Jennifer Aniston's, Aniston's character, who uh, is a divorcee, has joint custody of, of her kids, uh, lives a pretty lonely life for no reason. She is best friends with Jesse, who's played by Kate Hudson, who has a sister uh, played by Sarah Chalky, who's a lesbian. Uh, Jesse is uh, married to an Indian Indian doctor, um, and they struggle with their parents, who are uh, apparently ob obligatorily racist. 
uh, to any race and, and uh, sexual identity. And then you have Jason Sudeikis, who, whose wife uh, passed away. Uh, Deb, you want to take it away? Okay, well, the rest of the movie, go. Well, it centers around the upcoming Mother's Day, which is a couple days away. And it's everything that they're going through in their personal lives getting to that point. Because it, it's an impetus for the story, obviously. Uh, Kate Hudson's character, Jesse. Is that right? Yep. Oh, oh, there you go. You had it. That's about it. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's a great description. They go through their everyday life. I'm for, an we, amateur. No, no, no. It's, I'm an amateur too. Uh, we forgot about the the. We forgot about Jack White. There's actually a lot Peter of there's, there's actually a lot of storylines in this movie. I think that's why it's hard to explain it all at once. Yeah, thank you sense. very much. Thanks, Sunny, for saving me on that one. <laughs> it's okay. They, they don't make sense, David. It's, it's quite all right. We're going to get into it. I tried to give you the layup as, as much as Ladies I can. Yeah, you movie, did a good job. This movie's crazy, actually. You actually did a good job of explaining how they were all related. Cause... Yeah, because it was cut to cut to cut to cut to cut. Some of the worst editing I've ever seen. Yeah, it was terrible. Uh, it's, it's a recent trend here. Our Real Rotten is horrendous editing. That is true. Uh, so let's go through the facts real quick so we can talk about the movie. Facts. Time for the facts with... Stephen Slush's Facts for Starters. Uh, so the release date of this film was April 29th, 2016. Uh, rated PG-13. Uh, parental guidance. One F word. One F word. Who got the F word? It was Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. Aniston. That's, that's probably who I would have picked to get the F word. She seems like, besides Sudan. That or a child. Yeah, or, or a child. It's always funny when a child. Children so saying free balling, you know. Can I interject uh, right yeah, here? Yeah, go ahead. In that scene where she did the F word, I would have done the F word. The very first word. Yeah, she didn't. She didn't freak out as much as she needed to yeah. uh, when uh, her ex-husband decided mm-hmm. to take the kids to mm-hmm. Paris. Yeah. Uh, Runtime for this film: an hour fifty-eight. Way too long. long. Movie. Too long. Yeah. Probably fifty-eight minutes too long, if you ask me. Uh, keywords for this film: it's probably some of the greatest keywords I've ever yeah. seen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, single father, which is not one keyword. It's keywords. Yeah. Uh, mother. And it's the first one. Yeah. It's On the first Mother's one. Day is single father. Yeah, that's great. Let's. Bring more patriarchy in, into this. It's awesome. Mother-daughter relationship. Holiday in the title. Or holiday in title, as it says on uh, the MDiv. Mother's Day itself. Thank God we have some something. Yeah, at least, they, at least they did that. And then my favorite keyword of, of any film that we've ever reviewed. Overalls. 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 I was, is a keyword in this film. I did not know that. I saw it written down and I was keeping an eye out for overalls. Didn't see any overalls. Not sure that I did. Yeah. I did you see I, any overalls? I don't think I did. Yeah. Kate Hudson probably wore some overalls in this movie. Probably in the beginning. Maybe Sarah Chalky or Cameron. I think Esposito. Jennifer Aniston wore some type of overalls. No, she was wearing. They mostly just wore up. Like athletic, athletic gear. I yeah. think as soon as athletic we leisure. every mom in the world. As yes. soon as I wrote down overalls, I think the no. movie like from that point on had no overalls uh, going on. In that yeah, film. no overalls. Yeah, yeah. So, so we got a tagline. I call bullshit on that one. <laughs> yeah, let's send a letter. Uh, here's a tagline. Uh, Come celebrate the mother of all holidays. Hmm, I don't know about oh. that. Yeah, even even if it's mother oriented, the mother of all holidays is either Thanksgiving or Christmas. Let's be honest here, folks. Yeah. We're I think it's not, it's not a Christian Not a bad tagline. Uh, do you have a Do you have a tagline? Uh, Off the top of your head? Yeah, let's not bring anyone's mother into this. <laughs> that yeah, that that's pretty good. What do you got, Nick? Um, leave your mothers here. <laughs> yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah. Leave your mothers here. Mom, do you have a tagline? Yeah, like mom's rule. Mom's rule. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I really like that. That's probably the bad mom's tagline. Yeah. Uh, the budget of this film twenty five million. What? There's a lot of stars in this movie. 
which we will get to. Uh, it, yeah, it was all talent based. That, that's probably yeah, why it had the to have been all talent because based. Uh, apparently Julia Roberts. Here's a fun fact: Julia Roberts got four million dollars for less than three days of work. So you know that's that's pretty Talking impressive. About the money, baby. Oh yeah, all about them bennies. And it we're grows, not talking Benedicts. Yeah, it grows thirty-two million, but probably opening weekend for Mother's Day is my guess. Uh, my fun fact: uh, Jennifer Aniston is the film's only right-handed lead actor. Everyone's left-handed in the that film. That cannot be true. I don't believe How can that. that be? So There's, even, I mean, and why does that matter? I just think that's a fun fact. Yeah. But oh, there's no way that out of the six, I mean, if you're counting, it depends who Let's you, say six. depends who you think is a lead actor. We'll say six. If all of them were left-handed except for Jennifer Aniston, that's nuts. Probably. Yeah. 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 It's hard to believe. Um, I have a fun fact. What's your fun fact? Julia Roberts is the only one who wore a wig. Oh, wow. <laughs> is that, Great call Is out. that fun? Well, how do you know other people weren't wearing wigs? Well, because I know. She knows. Because I follow them on Instagram. She has, my a, gals. She has a yeah. mother's intuition. Leave Hello. her alone. Leave her alone. And the whole time I was just hoping she'd just take the wig off and be She like takes the wig. How about I don't the, know what the choice of that was. It Either was there's horrible. a comedic I'd say a comedic twist where she takes yeah. it off and she's just balding. That- or there's a or there's a dramatic twist and she takes she the wig cancer. off and she has cancer. Yeah, cancer. And she's wearing like a cancer. I, I didn't wrap. think of either of those. There's probably. A I wanted. I wanted. I wanted her to take the wig off and said, "This is who I am." <laughs> and this it's just the flowing real locks, me. Flowing locks of red just, that, just creep down. That would have been a good idea. Well, not the red. Now I didn't have to stick with that. At the end, when she talks to her daughter again and says like all the stuff she should have spoiler taken. alert she should have just been her she should have taken the wig off yeah, yeah. bullshit yeah. i call bullshit on that <laughs> well this is a family show yeah uh trivia for me we don't, we don't fucking that cuss. is not true we don't fucking cuss on here mom this, oh, goodness. This, uh, podcast before you ain't gonna hear no effies from me in honor of my mother uh <laughs> trivia fuck good, good boy i got a trivia piece uh julia roberts dress for her daughter's wedding scene it's the same dress as Caitlyn Jenner's uh, in the ESPYS, albeit in pink. <laughs> I didn't. I, that, I was surprised. That's not a. That's not a fact. That's somebody that watched it and was like, "I think that's right." And then they wrote it in the IMDb. Google Caitlyn Jenner's dress from the ESPYS. <laughs> it looks the it looks same. The exact same. <laughs> I'm calling bullshit. On. All right. All right. We'll leave it to the. We'll leave it to our the users. No, actually, I'm just really calling. I don't care. Yeah. No, I don't yeah, care either. Really but but it, it was a piece of trivia that that I gleaned from the internet. Thank so, you. So thank you for that, Stephen. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I think there was a gag reel at the end of the movie, and I think that was more entertaining than the whole movie, and it was probably like a minute and a half long. It was less than That's 40 probably seconds probably why long. they did it. Yeah. 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 Because they, they're like, congratulations, you watched this whole movie. You, you deserve a little bit of joy in your life. Let's show you a baby getting freaked <laughs> like out everybody by didn't, Like everybody didn't leave that movie already. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they walked out an hour and ten, and like, we got to deal with this more? No, I'm done. Um, who was directed by director, legendary Gary Marshall, RIP. He, uh, died about two and a half months after the release of this film. Uh, so it was his final film. Um, writers of the film, Tom Hines, Anya Kochoff Romano, uh, or Romano, whichever you spell it. If you're a Raymond or a, <laughs> or a Russian, Matt Walker, um, all of these people don't have more than three credits to their name. So I don't know who... Yeah, Tom Hines, this is his only writing credit. Mac Walker has two, and Anya has three. Yeah, so they're they're not really a That explains this entire movie. movie. How did this movie get these stars from having those writers? It was Gary Marshall. It's This is Gary Marshall's fault. Yeah. Like, 
Probably. Maybe Rest in peace. For but... the better or for worse, uh, maybe he like just went through uh, like a stack of screenplays and like, oh, I like this this person you're you're on, or oh, I like this script you're on to write this. Well, it's a story by him, so that means he might have helped come up with the so idea. Maybe. Yeah, can I interject? Interject whenever you, you like. Talk whenever so, you want to. Do you think that maybe Gary Marshall? I don't really know how he died, but old age. Sick. Oh, old age. Yeah, old maybe age. maybe he had dementia at the end. That's no, not true. <laughs> maybe he maybe he was at the point where he felt like he wanted to make a film like this and he knew people in the industry or people in his That's circle I, yeah. that were close to him said, I think you guys have potential, you know, let's work together on this and see what we can what we can come up with. I mean, by all means this should have been a good movie with the people that were on it. I know. Yeah. It's so Most sad. of whom are Good actors, like not even. Well, being they facetious. did good acting jobs in the film. They uh, did not all of them. What? Some, who? Who some. didn't do a good acting? We'll get. We'll, to we'll that. get into that. We're gonna oh, do that. I'm sorry, I'm, sorry, I'm jumping that. ahead. Real briefly. I Real don't briefly. know about the We we got to talk about the cinematographer who oh, is a yes, long okay. long contributor to uh, Gary Marshall films, uh, Charles Minsky, who did uh, the previous two holiday movies, uh, Valentine's Day and New Year's Eve. Also did the legendary future contender film Tomcats. All of these movies are featured. See, I think Gary Marshall, this is the third one, right? After This is the last one. Yeah, so he did this for the paycheck. He probably had a deal, and he, he was did, trying to find oh, maybe he, yeah, maybe he had, he had to finish the deal. Maybe he had a three-holiday movie deal. Look, where I got an idea. He's like, I got three so, films I want to do. Was the Valentine's movie with Michelle Pfeiffer and I, Zac Efron? No, that was New Year's Eve. Oh. Yeah. Which that was, was the first which one? Is what, no, that was the second one. The first one was Valentine's Day. So when Valentine's Day, New Year's Eve, and then Who was Mother's in Day. Valentine's Day? A lot of people. Couldn't even tell you. It was a lot of I famous people. It was an ensemble. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was an ensemble just like this one. Jessica Alba was in it, I'm pretty sure. Ashton Kutcher, right. I think, was also in it. Uh, oh, yeah, he was. He was. He was. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, okay. Valentine's Day, New Year's Eve, Tomcats from Charles Minsky. Tomcats. And then our our, our white whale uh, for Thanksgiving, Dutch. Yes. A cinematographer for. <laughs> our favorite Thanksgiving movie, Dutch, with uh, our guy, Ed. Yeah. Our, our boy, Ed O'Neill. Now it's time to get into uh, some some uh, award ceremonies. Are yeah. you for real? Are awards, you for real awards specifically? Oh, okay. So what this do we got is, for noms? This is our uh, most ridiculous part of the movie, or most just ridiculous thing about the movie. We got a lot of noms. We've got a lot of noms. Um, we'll start it off with just the entire script. The entire script's just horrendous. I like think... there's there's no real plot line. I mean, the plot line that they try to mush together just does not work whatsoever. Yeah, we have that. We have Julia Roberts' hair. Yeah, according to mom, definitely. Are you for real? Like that God. hair is just unbelievable. Uh, none of the main characters are black, and this movie takes place in Atlanta in 2016. In 2016, when we're supposedly woke, this ain't Gone with the Wind. This ain't 1929, where uh, where it's <laughs> okay to not black mention black. Al- there was Lonnie black Al at the gym. Lonnie, yeah. Lonnie Love, Lonnie Love, who played Kimberly. Represent. Thank you, Lonnie Love. That was it, though, which is unfortunate. All uh, right. The music. We had random pop music, which is common. I, I, think we should, movies. I think we should just make it to all music because each cutscene had its own different song. It had its own intro song and outro song. Which the craziest part was at the end when you uh, you go from, it was like one happy song to Jennifer Aniston driving with her kids. And that was like a happy song cutting to the Marine side, like what playing is taps, playing yeah. Taps. Yeah, taps was uh, taps was playing. Jason Sudeikis' <laughs> kids visit their dead mother's grave, and then he just drives away while they're at drives the grave. Away while they're so at he the can grave. go set up like a Mother's Day party. Give him some alone time. <laughs> yeah, yes. very dumb. Um, 
asking a widow what they're doing for Mother's Day, that's kind of that's not just great. sad. Yeah, that's pretty sad. The editing is pretty bad. Uh, editing and the script, I think, are my top two. It's just it's just horrendous. Yeah, it's really it's hard to go from just overall. I mean, overall, this whole movie just did not did not work. I think the overall award goes to there, there's no point to anything. In but this I think movie. I think the biggest are you for real are the racist parents. Racist parents. I mean, they're real. They exist. I know people. I like mean, that. maybe that's maybe we're in the bubble and it's and it's difficult to. Uh, Really oh, pictured. You should visit Texas. But, so Kate Hudson and Sarah Chalky. Sarah Chalky is the sister, and she is a lesbian, has a partner. They have a child together. And Kate Hudson is married to uh, an Asif, Indian. Yeah, Asif Monvi, an Asif Indian Monvi. doctor. And uh, they have a child together. And they didn't tell either of their parents about any of this because of yeah. how their parents are. Yep. yep. And her parents call him the towel head. Yeah. yeah. And they say that. And they don't really change that much in the movie. No. I think they're still racist at the end of this movie. No, apparently the the Indian mother that uh, Margot Martindale, who plays the 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 racist mother, gets in contact with, um, appreciates racist jokes, racist humor. Yeah, which is which is not believable at the same time believable because you know that's just how people are just to get along with others. So <laughs> who knows? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm not really sure. Mom, do you have any part of this movie that stuck out to you as the? Uh, like just R- crazy. most ridiculous out movie? of the ordinary. Um, I thought that it, I think probably the biggest thing was that it was just superficial. Yeah. yeah. That it was just a superficial, uh, actually a superficial, how it all looked, mm-hmm. but there uh, was, yeah, still, that's, I want to talk about it just that too. It looked superficial. The perfect houses, the perfect all women, of the settings, yes. all of the settings were perfect. And I don't know. It's a comedy. Everything was it's a lit movie. really well. Of course, that's the way it is. But when you talk about Mother's Day, there were certain points in there where you're talking about mothers who feel things. Mm. Jennifer Aniston's character's hus- ex-husband marries this young girl from Pretty Little Lies. Yeah. And you. And you. Hot little gal. But she... So you understand... I understood those feelings of... of loneliness and sadness and jealousy so you you had throughout the film little glimpses of real life yeah like that hurts me that hurts me that my children like that or or like her and they're living this other life and the same thing with the dad who lost his wife who's watching the videos of her Mm. with jennifer garner who you know Yeah, I mean, so there were tiny little instances in the film that felt like real life. That this is hurt, this hurts, this is real, but overall, it was kind of fake. Yeah, yeah, that's the manipulation part of it. That that was the insulting part. Like the the glimpses of authenticity were nice, but you felt like they they were were like when they were like, okay, let's write the Mother's Day movie. Let's think of all the things that like trigger mothers. Yes. Yes. And then let's put all these in the yeah. movie. And there weren't enough of those moments to, to draw you into care about it. Yeah. All they had were just those bits and they didn't know how to fill out the rest yeah. of the movie. They're just like trying to get to like these bits of the things that they think mm-hmm. will like resonate with mothers. Yeah. It was, it was filler. filler and it wasn't filler funny. Message. It was filler, not filler, fucking filler. funny at all. Funny. The movie was very not no. funny. No. And no. the funniest person in it, Jason Sudeikis, like 
got he to played tell, straight. He got to tell like two jokes the yeah. whole movie. I mean, the funniest thing he did was the Humpty Dance, but he didn't even do it right. Yeah, and that was even I, weird. I've never even heard of the Humpty Dance. Yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of crazy. We're gonna get we'll play that. that. Okay. We'll uh, play that. That'll be our outro song. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyways, it. Yeah, I totally agree with you both. This. This is what I like to call a plastic movie. It has a yes. perfect lineup, perfect setup, perfect plot lines, yeah. perfect people. Um, but there's no substance to it. You're not going to get any nutritional value out of this movie. You could see how they think it might have worked, was going to work. Oh, executives and producers ate this up with a spoon. They're like, oh, yeah, give me more. But there was so many, be, li- there was so many lines that stuck out as like, I was watching and just being like, that's like the fifth time that you said that line. I, f- I feel like you, every mother walks into this movie, uh, if they walked into this movie on opening weekend, got a got a half a bar of Xanax and like, enjoy <laughs> this movie. So they can be like, oh, what a great movie this is. It's so pretty. It sounds like a pretty good deal for a movie. I bet more movie, uh, more moms could probably relate to like bad moms. It would have been, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Girls trip, something like that. Yeah, definitely. I, I let's go have more. some fun. Yeah, let's drink a whole bottle of wine while doing this. Like they, uh, this was just something. Um, let's talk about the cast. Yeah. All so, right. so because it's insane. It's a, it's a, it's a star studded. Star studded. We got Kate Hudson, Je- Jennifer Aniston. Jason Sudeikis, Margot Martindale, Sarah Chalky, Timothy Oliphant, Julia Roberts, Hector Elizondo, who's in every Gary Marshall movie. Look it up. We are not joking. Did Gary every... Marshall do The Princess Diaries? Yes. yes. <laughs> the Princess Diaries 1 you and 2. The Princess of Genovia. Pretty Woman. Uh, a, a, a slew of others. Uh, and then Jack Whitehall, one of his first uh, Hollywood films. And not uh, the first. Yeah. And Jennifer Garner as the deceased. Jennifer Garner wife. has a cameo. Yeah. How much did she get paid for that one clip? A lot. Uh, Probably at least a, a quarter lot. of a mil. That's a good gig. I want that gig. Yeah. And all she had to do was karaoke. All she had to do was karaoke. Was, I, karaoke. You know, that's in Jennifer's I, wheelhouse. I pay to do Definitely. that. <laughs> Definitely. This is, this is one of our... Uh, Many films where we go over karaoke. Uh, yeah, it was lot. Yeah, was it realistic karaoke? Mm, not really. No, because I didn't know the song at all. Yeah, what song was that? <laughs> I have no idea. The what number song one was. rule of karaoke is you do songs that people know, and no one was grooving to it. Yeah, well, you yeah, could well, tell like. Couldn't no, even tell you. I couldn't tell you. Know. But they were all just sitting there. But then at the end when she's like, This video's for you, you could tell maybe they were all just video's plants you, and they Bradley. didn't Yeah, they didn't wanna they didn't wanna act up too much. They didn't want to steal her shunts. Yeah, they didn't want to know they knew the video was for him. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Um so so who worked for you, Nick, overall? Uh a couple people actually did work for me, I think. So the youngest child, Jason Sudeikis' youngest child. Uh played, curly haired kid. Yeah, played by somebody. Oh know. no, the, the, the girl. young girl. The young girl the young oh, girl who yeah, kicked the yeah, soccer yeah. ball. The girl who kicked the soccer and ball. And has yeah. one of the best she, lines she, in the movie that yeah, we'll get she, into. Yeah, she killed it for me. Yeah. I thought she she was very funny the entire time she's and could have used a lot more of her. She's a rebel. Yeah, definitely. Deb, who's your who was your favorite in the film? Well, actually, as we're sitting here talking, uh Jennifer Aniston's face and Jennifer so her mannerisms. Have, so I also had I had Jennifer Aniston her. as uh, as a mom really worked. Jennifer Aniston as an interior designer did not work. Oh god. She was yeah. a horrible the worst website ever. Yes. Worst website, worst invites, and worst she was, she's building panoramas. Like what kind of interior designers build panoramas nowadays? Let's see. or a diorama. It's diorama. a diorama. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's some sort of rama. <laughs> yeah, some so rama. I think of all the characters, she's the one that had to bend the most even because the other characters were in shitty situations with their lies shit. Definitely. She had to bend the most because her ex-husband, who she thought at it the beginning. It was put on her more than you know, yeah. It was, and she had these two kids. And she 
she made herself sort of malleable and she realized what was going to work in her life and she yeah. made it work for her. Yeah. It's a good message. So I, I like that. I thought she did I good, like actually. No, yeah. she, well, she's so damn cute. She yeah. could have been better, but I, but I feel like her acting just sort of confines her, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. No, you it's know? just that who she was. It's just who she yeah. is. Yeah. I and I did, I did like Julia's, uh, Julia's ending bit, the whole mother. No, I just, that's so fake. I, whole, it, gets whole, to, it gets faker than her whole wig. That, that was whole bullshit. <laughs> I, I think that. everybody else was fake except for. No, Julie, Julia's yeah, last bit. Yeah. I got a lot of Notting Hill vibes, like in the end of it. No, I got no way. I got the Notting Hill. It's because she's it's wearing the wig. The wig. Yeah, the she's wig. wearing the wig from Notting Hill as the. Uh, what a joke! Where she was in the space movie. Sucks. What a joke! All right, so uh, who definitely works for me? Uh, oh, go ahead. Well, Maybe it's the same person. one. Yeah, okay. you say yours. Uh, the people who work for me is obviously Margot Martindale and Rob Pine, the racist parents. <laughs> yeah. They work so well. They're, they're the most believable again. actors in the whole entire film. I hate True to disagree that. with you uh, on Jennifer, but it's it's them. Margot Margo just nails it. She's such a fantastic She nails uh, everything. Yeah. She, she, can, she, can, she can make a... Uh, what, a Russian spy. Yeah. She can, be, she can be Russian and still pretend like she's from Kentucky. No sweat. Exactly. Um, and then Rob Pine... Did you know that was Chris Pine's father? <laughs> Classic Hello. character actor Rob Pine, uh, who is also uh, the the father of uh, legendary hunk Chris Pine. One of the Chris. Well, I wouldn't call him a hunk. Chris he's a Pine? Hunk. He's a hunk. Chris Pine is not a hunk. Chris Captain Pine is definitely James a hunk. Tiberius Kirk, modern day, <laughs> no. with his he's blue eyes. He's a good looking guy, but he's not a hunk. Oh, boy. He's definitely a hunk. He's got There's hunk status. No, okay. No. Why don't you want okay, tweet that's us. another movie? Tweet us, to the Twitter. tweet us, Gmail us, uh, real rotten, all Say, channels. My dad is also here. Say hello, dad, from the background. Hello, yeah, that's it. He's going to bed. Night, yeah. dad. The the I agree with you. They did work because you didn't like them. And Definitely. That, yeah, they they elicited like a real emotional response, which no. none of the other. Oh, not. From us. No, I got triggered. Oh, the audience. Oh, no, yeah, okay. I got triggered. I got triggered. Yeah, by you get, you get yeah. triggered by him, which means oh, that yeah, they didn't. I just want to talk yeah. to him and be like, why are you the way that you are? Yeah, exactly. I got you. Uh, um, you know who did, who else worked? Asif Monvi. Yeah. Really good. No, he, no, he was He solid. was the only one that had like a real genuine reaction to like this crazy that shit that's guy? been happening. Yeah. What's yeah. his name? Asif. Asif Monvi. Former Mon-V. correspondent on The Daily Show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Kate Hudson's husband. Yeah, he was great. His was reactions great. to everything was yeah. like how you should be reacting yeah. every time. He was I'm packing like, my suitcase, <laughs> F you. How could you do this? Yeah. It's doctor Lying to me for 30 yeah. plus years of my yeah. life. I, I thought he was really great. And he was funny. Yeah. Who didn't work for me for sure? Sad Sudeikis. I don't. I can't stand uh, yeah. a dramatic Sudeikis. I need some funny Sudeikis. I need some more dancing, some more Running Man, some more uh, ragging on your ragging on your teenage daughters. Do you want to know why it didn't work for me? Because it wasn't genuine. It wasn't genuine. He fucking lost his wife. Show some emotion and do it with. Be sad. Do it was, with yeah. your kids and at the. Cemetery, you don't drive away. I don't <laughs> you know, know if you're going to plan a party. Hang out with your kids. <laughs> yeah, I, that just wasn't real. All right. Yeah, him and Oliphant, both of them. Oliphant you was, like Oliphant. Oliphant was just like whatever, the yeah. whole movie. A, Nothing special. He was a douchebag. He's very broy. Yeah, he, you couldn't. I couldn't tell if they wanted us to like him or not. He was the grown-up version of his character in uh, Girl Next Door. Yeah, yeah. Like the beginning version... At the very beginning of the movie, you're like, okay, he's all right. And then he marries the girl, and then you're like, oh, I guess I don't like him. But and then, then again. Like, and then later on, you're like, 
is he a good dad? Is he trying to be a good dad now? Has he been a good dad the whole time? I don't know. He he just didn't really do it. But then again, the actor Timothy Oliphant, he 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 seems Timothy to be, he's is a very chameleon like because very he can play actor. a very good bad guy and a very awesome uh, uh, good guy. Right? Well, obviously, yeah. he's just not a very good dad. No, not a good dad <laughs> at all. Whoa, whoa. I think that was the story. I mean, in the movie, yeah, we don't we don't want to speak to him as a person. Well, I, well I'm <laughs> yeah. not. We're just going to leave that. Nope. Wrap it up. Like Penny, a talking about a movie. Also, R.I.P. Penny Marshall. R.I.P. Penny was Marshall. The, uh, was the narrator. Narrator. Yeah, the yeah. Quick cameo from oh, Penny Marshall. Oh, I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. She passed away this previous year. Any um, other any other things on the actors? The kids were also not that not that good. They're Gen, all forgettable. Jen Aniston's kids. Everyone's forgettable in this film. Uh, besides the yeah. ones we met. Kate Hudson is adorable in that picture. Kate Hudson's that Kate gets Hudson. her through a lot of movies. Kate She's Hudson's just like very, her face is charismatic enough. And she, and then she like embodies like this type of persona that is just good to watch. Yeah, yeah. I um, love, I love her. Nick, you got quotes. What are the quotes? Okay, there's not uh, many to take. Yeah, the only quote we had, or we had two quotes, and I wrote both of them down. Is when they ask Jason Sudeikis, "What are your plans for Mother's Day?" Yeah, ask a widow. First of all, who, what their plans yeah, are for Mother's Day? First of all, Day. it is a widow, and second of all, who asked that? Yeah, what are you going to do for Mother's Day? I don't, I don't ask, That's dumb. I don't, I don't hang out with your mom. I don't ask my friends, like, hey, what are, what are your plans for Mother's Day? It's not like... Uh, you got any cousins you're going to hang out with? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, the best line in the whole movie was when... Uh, from your girl. Yeah, from my girl, the the daughter who gets kicked girl. out of the soccer game and just yells at the ref, a pox on your whistle. <laughs> classic Shakespeare. Yeah, classic Shakespeare classic action. Mercutio. And she nailed the missing the kick the first couple times. And then just and I loved that after Sudeikis... Like, in cowboy boots, nonetheless. After Sudeikis does the big his big send-off, she comes in and just like handles business. I thought that was one of the better scenes She's of the whole movie. Sticking up for her pops. What, yeah. do you, what do you expect? Well, do you, I have a quote. Yeah, yeah, what's your quote? There's no texting in soccer. There's no texting <laughs> in soccer. Yeah. That's what the dad says. Nice, yeah. nice play off a league of their own. I think it was no a nod. There's no texting in soccer. <laughs> I believe there was a, that was a nod to a league of their own, a uh, 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 Penny Marshall vehicle, because uh, there's no crying in baseball. You know, right. talking about it more makes me enjoy it. I would never watch that movie again if you yeah. paid me, but... Talking about certain things. <laughs> Don't even say it. Okay, yeah, never mind. It was, I have to tell you. Can I just interject here as a... Yes, Mom, you're allowed to inter- okay. you're, the, you're actually a guest. <laughs> you're allowed so, to talk as much as wait, you Wait, can like. I talk? <laughs> we invited so, you. The reason you have your podcast and you're talking about bad movies, and the more you talk about bad movies, there's always a little glimmer when you start to talk about it. Like, of course. Well, yeah. So that's like my book club. Mm-hmm. I've had for 18 years. Shout out wow. to the book club. Shout out to my book club for 18 <laughs> That's years. That's intense. And there's 13 people or eight people or six people, you know, sure. every now in the year. Sure. And people read books and sometimes everybody hates the book. Mm-hmm. And then you come to your book club and you talk about, yes, we drink a little wine, but we really do talk about the book and there's always... Every person comes away with, God, I hadn't thought about that. I liked it. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. And everybody really comes away with a, a different experience. So I think that's the beauty of what you guys are doing. Absolutely. Yeah. Not that you want people to go see bad movies. Yeah. But you can sort of glean little insights to, I don't know. Whatever makes you happy or whatever makes you smile or whatever. I totally agree. This is bullshit. I think that's the goal of this podcast. This podcast has helped me like bad movies more 
it makes me appreciate good movies yeah, that much more. That too. And that being said, I will say this is top three worst movie we've watched for the what? podcast. One of them. Top five. In One the of them. two years? In well, the, in the 50, in the 50, 50 53 episodes? episodes, this is top five. One of the worst. And we've watched, hardest, hardest to watch. Here's the thing. We've That's watched really what it is. Hardest to watch. Not so much bad as it is hard to yeah. just get through. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's it's right up there with Gotti. It's it's <laughs> it's very similar. Yeah. Um, and now it's time uh, yeah. for our games. Let's get gaming. Oh, let's do it. Okay, yeah. I'm ready. First, we're going to do the top five. Top five. We're going to do a uh, top five moms in movies. We're just going to choose our own five favorite moms from films. We'll just say, okay. let's just take trains going one at a time. Around yeah, in no a particular order. Just, no, just, no just order. Just off your... the stream of consciousness. Yep. Consciousness. Uh, mom, you can start us off. You're... Okay. I'm starting off with, like, 1982. Shirley MacLaine, Terms of Endearment. Wow. Terms of Endearment, Shirley MacLaine. Tear what do you, why do you like her? effing heart out. <laughs> right? That's why. Right? Yeah. She will do anything. Oh, my God. Her daughter was Julia Roberts. No, no, no. Deborah Winger. Yeah, Deborah yeah, Winger. I was going to say Winger. Uh, She would do anything she could. You know, I have daughter. not seen Terms of Endearment. Because how sad it is. It's okay. okay. Don't they all have cancer? Everybody has cancer, yeah. right? Quick backstory. Dad... And my mom were waiting in line for this movie in Walnut Creek. There's like this huge line. We had no, I had no idea. No we had no idea the, what the movie was about. Everybody coming out of the movie. And we were like at the 10 o'clock movie. I have no idea why we're up that long. Crying line. their eyes out. Crying their eyes out. And, you know, Dad, Jim, I mean, uh, Nick said. Big Jimbo. Crier, Big, Jim. Big Jimbo's crier. We're like. Oh my God! <laughs> what the hell? We go to the movie, crying our eyes of out. Course. It just will tear your heart out. Of so course. Shirley MacLaine did everything she could for her daughter. Did everything she could for her daughter. Sacrificed everything. Mm. So mm. yeah, that's my number one mom. That's a good first choice for yeah. mom. Nick, who you got? Yeah, you're up next. Oh, I have next. Yeah, um, to I'm, gonna go, I'm gonna go with the uh, the mother uh, from uh, Roma, Marina de Tavira. Oh, Aww. she Roma did mom. everything for her kids as much as she could to back back during the '70s in Mexico. Dealing with her heartbreak like the whole time. That but, was like and, the, and had no idea about it. That yeah. was a very intense part about it. It was like she relied a lot on her. You could tell like. She didn't want to deal with everything, but she just had to. At and the it, end, when she finally like came around, when to she it, coped it was the with best. It. Yeah, yes. I, it totally threw me off because I thought the movie was going to be more about like uh, the the turmoil within Mexico, like a civil war type of thing, and that her husband was part of the opposition. That was not the case at all. He just ran away with some some yeah, he was just a yeah, just a yeah. d bag. Yeah, and she she took it like a champ with her with her with all of her kids and uh, and her unfortunate uh, maid. I agree with that. Uh, I'm going a little lighter. Uh, I'm going with Elastigirl. Oh, wow. That's uh, a good one. The mom from The Incredibles. I like it. She's I like the it. Best. She's a top mom, and it's Holly Hunter voicing as well. So uh, Awesome. I love the Elastigirl. Yep, so she, she's my number one uh, my number one mom. Mm-hmm. Deb, what do you got? I love it. Like, get under my umbrella arms. Oh, yeah. She's I, just I like the, the most protective mom and yeah, like the most awesome. capable of protecting her children in any movie. Well, you have to time. be. When you're, you have superpowers. Yeah, we're also when you're elastic, yeah, yeah. You, you can do that. Okay. So I have, it's kind of an odd thing, but I have the same person for like three movies. Okay. Because <laughs> I don't know why, I just feel it. They're different characters, so okay. it's fine. Yeah. So just just give me one. I'm going with Diane Keaton. 
in in the Godfather. Oh, Godfather Part Two. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's deep. Protecting against the evil. Didn't even want to bring a child into that world. Yeah. Wow, that's really deep. And We're then, getting dark. And then how did she protect them? But then I'm going to Diane Keaton to Family Stone. Oh, oh, Family Stone, Diane yeah. Keaton. Yes. With Rachel McAdams. <laughs> Double Diane Keaton. Yeah. Oh, my God. Best movie of all time. <laughs> That's okay, a hot take. We'll stop you there. That's a we'll, hot we'll, take. We'll move on. Don't do that on the bad Rotten Tomatoes thing. No, it's way, no, it's it's way too hot. Thank it's, it's God. Too it's way too hot. That would, like, kill my universe. It's so in, like, like, the 70s okay, of the I'm years. I'm sorry. Definitely. I'll, okay, two, I'll stop now. Stephen, two for you. Give me a two for um, I would have to say Littlefoot's mother in Land Before Time. Okay, because oh she dies. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and um, you know the ultimate sacrifice if we're going to talk about Pixar is uh, Nemo's mother in uh, Finding Nemo. You just you chose two moms who are hardly in the movies, but they sacrificed everything. They, both di- uh, they sacrificed everything yes, for their child. I already know his Nick. fourth. I already know his fourth choice. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Nope. it's Bambi's mom. No, no, I would never. It's the theme. No, I would never. That's your choice. <laughs> give me your give me your two and three there, bud. Yeah, I'm going to go with Forrest Gump's mom. Yeah, the great choice. Uh, great choice. Who who. That's a Sally Field. Sally Field. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sally Field, who she did everything to get her kid into school <sighs> and uh, get him through life. And she was always there for him. So Sally Field. She got the cancer. Yeah. She, she got died on a Tuesday. I can't even I with that. Yep. Sally cowards. Field. And uh, my next one is uh, I just rewatched Field of Dreams recently. So, oh, wow. So I'm kind of stuck on, on Annie from that movie. I love her. Uh, she is. She's it's it's less of a mom and more of a wife. Yeah. But she's also a great mom in that movie for her daughter uh, Karen. Amy Madigan. Amy Madigan. Oh. They've been married for like thirty years, twenty years. Mm. Yeah, she's my girl. Okay, so I'm going again. With... Annie Kinsella is who she is in the movie. Oh yeah, I'm going with Diane Keaton again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Like you said. Because, because she did this movie like in the 80s or 90s called Baby Baby Food. Baby, baby Geniuses. You don't remember the name of the movie? No, it was like Baby Something. Baby? Oh, that might be it. Bringing a Baby. where she's, I don't know if she's like a single mom and she started this. She was living in Connecticut and she started making her own baby food. <laughs> and she had this baby. I don't know. She was. I just. Stephen, like are you looking it up? I just like the kind of mom that she was in that movie. Can I do one more? Baby boom. Yeah. Dude. Baby boom. That's it. Baby what boom. year? Eighty-seven. Uh, Eighty-seven. Uh, written by Nancy Myers. Yes. See. Wow. There you go. Yeah. yeah that's deep, what I'm talking that's a deep, about a deep, right deep there. Cut. You should be on a Diane. You should start a Diane Keaton podcast. <laughs> wow. A lot, a lot of good names in this. Uh, Diane Keaton, Sam Shepard, uh, Harold Ramis. Uh, Thank you very much, uh, Pat Hingle. Okay, is this our last round, or would we get one more? Uh, no, save oh. your last one because yeah, we're, we're just going to do one more, and then, right. then we'll do our last one. All right, all right. It's going to have to be Morticia Adams from the Adams. Oh family. yeah, we talked yeah. about that earlier. Yeah, yeah. great choice. She's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, she's great. And Angelica, Angelica Houston. Yeah, yeah. Houston, 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 Houston. Yep. What do you got, Nick? Good choice. Uh, I'm going Harry Potter. There's a couple choices in there, but you got to go Potter's Molly, mother, Molly Weasley. Oh yeah, she's she's a very she, strong mother. top mom. Love that yeah, strong mom. Top mom. She keeps track of eight kids using magic. Uh, all the kids can use magic too. She kills Bell, uh, Bellatrix Lestrange at the end of the movie. 
Hard to uh, spoiler alert, by the way. Spoiler alert. What a twist. My bad. My bad. And uh, time for our last picks. Okay, last picks right here. Can I, I have three. Okay. They're really quick, though. Yeah, you yeah, ready? Yeah, yeah. Stephen, don't give me that. No, 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 no. I Am I over? I'm not <laughs> no, giving no, any no. eyes. Am nope. I going too long? No, 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 no. I'm not giving any eyes. Okay. Here's two recent ones. Sandra Bullock. It's Bird a Box. Okay. Hello. Yeah. Yes, yes. And Emily Blunt. Quiet place. Quiet place. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, unbelievable. Apocalyptic situations. Yeah. They would do anything for Apocalypse their children. Apocalypse moms are Unbelievable the best moms. acting. Just perfect. Both of them great in that movie, yes. Fantastic. About those movies. And I'm going to close it out with Mary Poppins. Oh. Mother, mother like figure. Mother like figure. Because she wasn't the mother. Honorable mention. But she supported the mother. Yeah, I also Absolutely. have a mother like figure as and my last one. She was amazing. Mm -hmm. She saved a family. Yeah. You saved a family. Yeah, mine, mine's right along the same the same lines. Okay. I'm done with that now. <laughs> and then there's me. Yeah. <laughs> You're always well, you, honorable, man. Just ruined my fifth one, Mom. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Um, number five for me. Um, I was gonna say just Reese Witherspoon in general. She's just a good mom in general, but she, she tends she, to play a very be, good mom. No, she has to be in an but, acting role. So she, yeah. yeah, she doesn't not really. In a uh, big little Big Little Lies is not a good mom. No. I don't. I do not like her as a mom. Didn't, even, didn't even watch her in that. So you know what? I'm gonna give it to. Um, oh man, I just thought of it too. Is is Regina King a mother in uh, Beale Street? No, she I'm going to skip that. I'm yes, gonna, she is. I'm still going to skip it because yeah. I haven't seen it. So yeah, I can't really right. give it, uh, that give been it credit a good where choice. credit is Once due. you watch it, though, that will be a good choice. Yeah, that's what I felt like. <laughs> um, shoot, I, I had a good one. Eh, I'm going to give you a throwaway. Joan Crawford in uh, Mommy Dearest. That's who That's who I'm picking. Faye Dunaway in Mommy Dearest. <laughs> <The> <laughs> She's my favorite mother of all time. Number one, always. We'll accept that. Yeah, we'll accept it. <laughs> my number five is my mom. Great. She's not in any movies. Great. She's only the star of only your movie in your movies. heart. Home movies. <laughs> yep. And uh, my other number five is not a mom. She's a stepmom. Well, you could have oh. gone stepmom. Is it Julia Roberts' no, stepmom? No, it's not Julia Roberts' stepmom. It is Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews. And Sound of Music. Wow. <laughs> Really great, really great mom. Actually, a better mom than he is a dad in that in that movie. Wait, so she's so I've she's never, the, she's the I've never really she's like the it. Mary Poppins at first, but then she yeah. turns into the stepmother. So yeah. she's never really she turns into a real person. Well, never, she, yeah, she's yeah. a real person. I've never mom. seen it. So she <laughs> you've marries... never seen the Sound of Music. Hand to God, I have never seen it. So what? the story, <laughs> yeah. So the story goes: Julie Andrews uh, marries a Nazi. Is that what? It, okay, no. now no. Colonel Watch Van Trapp. the movie. He's not a Nazi. I thought he was a Nazi. That's why he's a colonel, right? Allegedly a Nazi Allegedly. sympathizer. Yeah. But he's a colonel. If, if that. If that. We're not, really sure. We're not really sure. Steven, look at me right now. Watch the movie. <laughs> okay, I'll do and that. And you will hear this. Oh, our love. I know. Uh, is that Julie? Julie Andrews is here, everybody. He's here. Wow, that's yeah, crazy. Man. She just came in the studio and <laughs> I just, just left. You know what I say to this podcast so long? It's farewell at Beater's Inn and good night. <laughs> and time for our last game of the evening. A pox upon your whistle. No, it's a uh, same title, different genre. So we decided to mix uh, same title, different movie, and our genre game into the same game because they've been the same game the whole time. Okay. Yay! Yeah. We just realized <laughs> it today it. when we're sober. Yeah, we realized it today when we're sober. Uh, we're each going to choose a genre from the genre hat, 
and then uh, we're going to pitch a Mother's Day movie in that genre. So we have what? twenty. So we all have twenty seconds to think of the idea of the movie, and we'll twenty do, seconds. We can do to a pitch. minute brainstorming for you, mom. Minute brainstorming, yeah. and then we. What? Sh- Just because I'm the mom, you give me a minute. And no, because twenty seconds. Because twenty seconds is unfair, and we realized that on the last podcast. Yeah, that sure. Let me put my glasses. Well, Stephen, Stephen acts like twenty seconds is enough, and then we all go over twenty seconds anyway. Okay, I think I got mine. Alrighty. Are you ready, Deb? I'll start. Okay. Three, two, one, go. We're in the near distant future. Uh, Big brother has taken over and he's gotten older. Now he's big father. Father rules over all the land and the uh, democracy has not existed anymore. And the only thing that can take him out is a revolution. And that revolution is led by the mother. It's Mother's Day when we finally take back control. That sounds an awful lot like uh, Mad Max uh, Fury Road. No, not really. Okay. <laughs> not if you think about it. It's kind of like 1984 if they had overtaken the power and if it was led by mothers. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. And my genre was sci-fi. Sci-fi genre. Uh, the other option was, uh, I was thinking either. Don't care. <laughs> uh, Deb, are you ready? Yeah, 20 30 seconds. Sec- 30 seconds. 20, 20 seconds is far too short. 30 seconds on the clock. You ready? In three, two, one. I'm a woman in a bar wearing a crazy outfit of feathers and leather. And then I see a child, a child at the end of a bar. And I think, that is my child. Where have you been? I have been waiting for you to appear. Come to me, my darling angel. I am your mother. Wow. Now, that is an avant-garde movie. What's, what was your genre, Deb? Art house? Indie drama. Indie, Indie drama. drama. Yeah. Wow. So a child just stumbles upon a leather bar. It's very interesting. I really enjoy that movie. Yeah. A, I'm, I'm, a I'm mother a at a bar sees her child for the first time and then takes the child in her arms. I think that there's a story there. I think that it really screams indie art house to me. Yep. Yep. Did it? I did. Oh yeah, yeah. that was that was, it was like an, that's an intense movie. I thought we were in a cafe. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. you were on stage. That was an intense movie. <laughs> okay. Steven, are you ready? Yeah. In three, two, one. Uh fall eighteen sixty three. Uh the West continues to be wild even under uh even under the, the nation at war with itself. Uh, an entire Texas town's uh, youth males have been wiped out by uh, by the war. But conscriptors arrive, and they ask for more volunteers, but there's none to give. And uh, let's just say the moms have had enough of bloodshed from their sons, and they decide to take matters into their own hands. That's right. It's Mother's Day, the Western. <laughs> yeah. Love it! Yeah, it's like uh, it's like godless, it's like godless. Yeah, but 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 not but not just Wild West people. It's it's actually Civil War related. I like it, like uh, Cold Mountain meets Godless. All right, Nick, what movie are you seeing? Uh, I'm seeing. Um, well, I'm, I'm going to choose my mom. Okay, fair because enough. I, yeah, Cop out. I have to. Cop out. Deb, which one are you picking? Pick which, between which your movie, two favorite sons. Which movie are you going to see? Well, I'm going to go see um, Stephen's movie. That's right. That's right, Nick. <laughs> she, yeah. You're dead to her. Because I'm not a really real sci-fi She's guy. She's not a sci-fi yeah. person. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Um, tit for tat. I got to go with yours. Your, 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 your movie sounds 
phenomenal. It sounds like an Oscar winner. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to expect. Yeah, Can you believe what I'm wearing? Sounds like a Kate, Feathers yeah. and like leather. A, like Kate Mara <laughs> and then like uh, <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. A little bit of action going on there. Yeah, it sounds very interesting. I, I'm, I'm all in. That's funny. <laughs> okay, let's close this. Let's close this mother out. And this is how we end the podcast. We're going to oh. re-rate the movie. Uh, oh, give it a so it was six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Do you think it should be higher or lower? And give us a new percentage. I'm going to give it a um, like a four percent. Four yeah, lower than six. I was. Here's the thing. I'm just going to make this little statement right now. Power women, amazing women, Julia. Well. Actually, I'm going to start with uh, uh, Jennifer, Kate, Julia, Jennifer, Margot, Jennifer Jennifer Garner, Margot, Margot, the Pretty Little Liars gal, Cameron Esposito, the lesbian, Cameron Esposito. I didn't know who the other gal was. Sarah Sarah Chalky. Yeah, I don't. Elliot in Scrubs from Scrubs. Okay, so powerful women amazing cast they probably had a blast making the film definitely they're that's probably for, what it was they're, they're yeah, just like too much they had, have fun and get yeah, paid they had a blast making the film and they're working with uh, a director who's been around forever who's, who's amazing yeah. just yeah. amazing <laughs> they're making money and they're having a great experience so who are we to say you know all these Everybody has to make a great movie every time. Everyone has to make a spe- great speech every time, etc. So, four percent as four percent as an audience, but, but you understand like why, understand, why they made it. I understand, but I just thought it was not reflective of what real life is. Yeah, and yeah. everything was perfect. But I don't really watch a lot of comedies, so mm, I don't know if that was either. So, <laughs> I, don't know that was I don't know what to classify. So I thought it was a little, you know, superficial. But there were little teeny moments in there. But I have to say, for all my gals, all those gals who are powerful, amazing women in real life, mm-hmm. uh, I would go to see it because of that. Okay. No, that's good. Yeah. Gr- girl power. And I follow some of them on Instagram. <laughs> they're your best friends. <laughs> they're my best friends. Shameless so I follow. Know, so I know that they're powerful, amazing, real women. Yeah. Honestly, to yeah. be honest with you. Definitely. Which is a co- really cool thing. So you make a shitty movie, so you make a shitty movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Steven. Um, I'm going to give it less than 6%. I'm going to give it 1%. 1%? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Steven's a 1%er. That's why. Well, I believe that's the, has been. No, I believe that's the crowd that would see this movie. In other words, Gary Marshall was in the Illuminati. Let's get <laughs> let's get this out of the way. He was in the Illuminati. He is part of an underground uh, 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 network of, of, of uh, celebrities and shills trying to, trying to bring down the intelligence of Americans. Did you say shill? He was a shill. He was a shill to the Hollywood machine. He calls me a shill all the time, Mom. Do you think for his whole career? No, no, no. No, it came to his later life when he wanted to secure uh, secure his uh, existence. But he... he uh, Listen, you can ride. You can ride. Can I I interject one last thing before you finish this up? I know you're on a Let's do a couple things. Okay. So, actually, my favorite character was that... Freaking cute English guy. Yeah. Jack We Whitehall. barely talked about yeah. Jack Whitehall. We did not talk about them at all. That, that relationship was weird. It was weird. The relationship was weird. was weird, but he was like a little light. He was very feminine. He, no, no, no. I didn't think he was so feminine. He was, I feminine. Thought he was kind of feminine. But he when feminine. He, well, I don't think he's not feminine. Like a, not like a Hello, bat. I'm talking about the mom here. Not I a thought bad when he was on stage, when he was on the screen, he, wasn't he very, was 
He was good, but not like. Well, I loved him. He's actually. Uh, uh, I thought he was. Great. He actually I don't know is who a stand-up that kid comic. Is that... He actually is a stand-up oh, comic in England. Yeah, it's just uh, his comedic chops weren't shown to his best ability. But that I wasn't looking for the comedic. It was just his intensity and his, his honesty his and his presence. He I was just, present in the yeah, film. I One really, of the only ones. And yeah. I really yeah. like that a lot. He okay. was kind of uneven for me. That's what I would say. Like, one second he was like, I'll take care of the kid. And then the next he was like, oh, you have, you, you have to me? take the kid because I got to go do this gig. Because it wasn't yeah. real. I got to yeah. go do this gig. And then he's like, but go. then I love you and we should get married. But Your then also right. like, I don't know. I'm sorry, Nick. Your mom's right. Uh, I'm going to give it a 5% because I like even. I like a, <sighs> what? I like numbers like that. You had a 4, had a 1, and now you're a 5. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna one. degrade it 1%. Uh, sure. Actually, no, you're right. So, so this is a question. You're right. It should be a two. It should be a two. Nobody who would like this movie, like two percent of people, should like this. Movie. So, 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 Deb, you got a personal blurb for for this movie. By one sentence chance. review. One sentence review. Okay, you have time to think about it. We'll say ours first. Okay. Stephen, you go first. Um, so, I've already put my mother through a number of crises, uh, beginning with my birth itself. Uh, she doesn't deserve a voluntary crisis of the mind like this film. So, yeah, I wouldn't see it. I wouldn't let my mother see it. I wouldn't let my grandmother see it. Wouldn't let anybody see it. Well, I wouldn't even let a blind person see this film. Uh, yeah, mine is. I'm a sucker for these type of movies, and this movie sucker punched me. Ooh, I thought you were just gonna go. This movie sucked. Oh yeah, that, no, fuck, damn, stupid, mm-hmm. stupid, stupid. Uh, Deb, you got something? Mm-hmm. I have to say, um, this movie did not star Diane Keaton. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> That was awesome. She yeah. was the only thing missing. That's definitely. <laughs> if she, if she, they, if she would have notched a... this up about a, about two points. Yeah, yeah. It would have gotten a, above a ten percent of Diane Keaton brought her brought her forth for her quirkiness and her and her and her female uh, uh, female tuxedo with her. Yeah, and my, we like to end on a positive note. We do real recommendations. Deb, so, do you uh, recommend any new? Do you media? have any media? Oh. Any? It could be it could oh, be a music, new? podcast, yeah. movies, podcast, radio program, TV show. movie, TV show. What do you uh, What do you want uh, people website. to watch? Okay, go I'm going to tell you right now on okay. Netflix. Okay. Killing Eve with Netflix. Sandra. New Hulu. 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 Yeah. AMC. No, it's on Netflix. Oh, actually, it's on AMC. It's on AMC. On demand. On demand. The, the current season yep. is on AMC. The next season is on Netflix. The last season. Yeah, 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 yeah. You watch on Netflix. The last season. Last season. Yeah. So, so Killing Eve. High recommendation. Killing right? Eve with Sandra Cho. Sandra O. Sandra O. Sandra o. o. And Julie, Jamie Julie, Comer. Julie Comer. No, Jamie Jody. Co- Judy. Jody. Jody. I think Judy. it's Jody Comer. Absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. I highly amazing agree. Amazing Our uh, podcast is a Killing yeah. You podcast. Yeah, we're a Killing o, you podcast. You know, Sandra O won the Emmy last year. Oh, and oh, she deserved just, it so We're much. a couple things. We're it a Sonic just, podcast, we're a Hellboy podcast, and we're a Killing Eve podcast. The only one that's it's actually The only good, good thing. Yeah. So that's what I wrote. That's what I would This new season is nuts, too. I love it. Yeah, it's crazy. It's so all over the place. Jody is just in... She's a she's, crazy. She's yeah. so beautiful, she's, but she yeah, can play yeah. crazy so well. She's the best actress. Amazing. Nick, what are you recommending here? Uh, I will recommend the new Vampire Weekend album. How about okay. that? Sure. Oh, nice. sure. So all my because white you're people... you're 13-year-old yeah. from uh, 2009. <laughs> I like them, actually. See? Yeah. See what you've done? Catchy pop stuff, man. If you're, in, if you're into fun, catchy pop music, yeah. then, uh, then these are the guys for you. And... Uh, there's Haim, Danielle Haim, the middle sister, is on uh, three of the songs. She's the drummer, right, of Haim? Mm. 
I she, believe the middle no, she's child the guitarist. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, the oldest is the drummer. I forget. I forget how that placement worked. The youngest is the drummer. Maybe I'm confusing Heim with the Jonas Brothers. Yes, that's probably what probably. it is. <laughs> the Heim but uh, it's the Heim they, sisters, there's yeah. like 20 songs on the album. Whoa, they're almost all enjoyable. They're all like three minutes long now. Yeah, they're all like super short. Yep, fun songs. Yep, uh, I recommend it. Okay. Okay. Very cool. Awesome. Uh, my recommendation would be a new Netflix show that I stumbled upon. Uh, yes. It's called Dating Around. It is a reality. Did you watch that? I watched the first episode. I, I've been thinking about it, and I just can't bring myself You'll to watch it. You'll love it. It's a good bedtime movie. A is bedtime it really? Show. Yeah, so it is a dating show on Netflix. It's uh, it's not your average reality sort of angles, reality perspective. It is one prospective uh, bachelor or bachelorette, and they go on five uh, dates that are inner inter-edited in between one another, so you don't know what his final choice is, what their final choice is. Um, they pick one person for a second date. So it's just five random people. They go on a date, and then oh, okay. Uh, so it's less sleazy than what you think it is. Oh, uh, there's some sleaze to it. I okay, mean, uh, kind of... I watched the first episode, and it was uh, a couple sleazy girls taking advantage of this uh, attractive young fellow. <laughs> yeah. But um, there was no no sexual uh, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just I a, thought just, it was just some kissy a... faces. Yeah, did I thought you it was. Do you more watch malicious. this with your girlfriend? I did. We watched it last night. The first episode. Uh, we liked it. It's good. It's good trash. It's good trash, but it's uh, it's not too trashy. Yeah, I, I recommend it. Well, that's good. Uh, thank you, Mom, for coming on. We appreciate you being here. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. From the Real Riding Podcast. Happy every day to every mother. Yeah, this is Can a I nice a full circle. statement? Yes. Do it. Hit us with it. All right. Um, there's something about being a mom. There's nothing like it. When you're a mom, you're always a mom from the minute you have that little baby, no matter how many babies you have, till the day you die. Mm-hmm. And that never changes. So when your kids are little and you have all these things, you can take care of them. That never, um, those feelings you could take care of them, that never changes no matter how old your children are. Wow. And it's a lifelong experience. So I'm thankful. I'm so thankful to be a mom to my three children there's just nothing like it and i wouldn't trade it for anything now that is an excellent ribbon yeah that's on top the best, of the that's the best clothes we've ever episode. had to a podcast actually yeah what what uh, what was the song we're going to go out oh yeah we're going out with the humpy song so we want to thank everyone for listening tune what in, talking about baby tune in next time uh when we cover godzilla godzilla oh that's sad <laughs> the matthew project one Take us away. So yo world, I hope you're ready for me. Now gather round. I'm a little fool in town, and my sounds laid down by the underground. I drink a ball of Hennessy you got on your shelf. So just let me introduce myself. My name is Humpty. Pronounced with the Humpty. Yo, ladies, oh how I like to funk thee. And all the rappers in the top ten, please allow me to pump thee. I'm stepping tall, y'all. And just like Humpty Dumpty, you're gonna fall when the stereos pump me.